welcome to a very interesting episode of the Brain Candy Podcast. This one's a little bit different. I'm here with my bestie, Susan Meister. Hello, friends. And you know me, Sarah Rice, as usual. <laughs> um, I had this idea to do this episode. I've been sitting on this one for about a month and been like trying to convince Susie to do it. And every time we record, I'm like, oh, well, what about what about this idea? And she's like, or this one or this one. So finally, <laughs> I broke her down. <laughs> and this is an episode on hypotheticals. What's that mean? Uh, well, I mean, it's going to be... There are many things we can discuss, but I have so many, or I should say, one of my favorite things to do when I'm really bored, and often in, uh, these are games that we play in the challenge house because we're bored so much that we like think of games to, to pass the time. And sometimes I think that's why they bring me back on the challenge so often because I'm the one with all the games. Uh, so I like doing like would you rather's. Or hypotheticals that like make you have to really think about them. And, what do you like about them? Oh, I like watching people squirm and answering them, and then like really breaking down like why they picked. Didn't you get into some sort of trouble because you did fuck Mary Kill? Oh yeah, that's where it got. I got into my fight. Oh, we can even play fuck Mary Kill. Of course we can. Oh, oh my god, this is <laughs> so good. Okay, I want to just kick us off. Right. Okay, we'll finish that sentence. So, yes, yeah, so I got in a lot of trouble with Katie Doyle because she was my kill in the hypothetical game of Fuck, Mary Kill that we played in the challenge. And I didn't have many options. It was like her, Veronica, and Tanya or something. Or like, I don't know. That's a real tough choice. So, uh, but to kick us off I, I, with a, a, a Fuck, Mary Kill, how about Ted Cruz, Bernie Sanders, Donald Trump. Mm. What's it going to be, Sus? Okay. I would fuck Donald Trump. Uh, yep. I mean, not like yep, because he's like <laughs> sexy. Okay. Continue. With a dildo in the ass. And I... <laughs> oh, that's the other kind of... That's a different kind of fuck. That's hilarious. I, I like would marry Bernie that. Sanders and I would kill Ted Cruz. Yeah, I would do the same. Obviously. Obviously. That's such an easy one. But so fun nonetheless. They are so fun. So the other day I was at the gym with my trainer and we, he started giving me all these hypotheticals and I just thought it was the funniest thing in the whole world. So to start off, he asked like, okay, if you have a hundred million, first of all, shout out to Chris who donated to our Kickstarter. Shout out. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we said, okay, well, what really gets people like motivated? Yeah. Are you motivated by money? Yeah, I guess so. So in a hypothetical situation, do you think you'd choose, you would, do you think like, I mean, we've kind of like on the challenges, we have to be, we're put in scenarios where we have to do crazy things for money. And like, what is your dollar amount? Like it does it, it's it, is it item by item or like, uh, like situation by situation? Yeah, it so really if is. I, okay. So here's one. What if you, you have to swim in tread water? In shark-infested waters, as they chum the water, like throw meat in, oh, you're treading water. You got to do it for five minutes. Would you do that for? I don't even think I physically could do that. Oh, yes, you could. <laughs> okay, you have a little wrap to hold on to <laughs> okay, in this go situation. Ahead. Go ahead. Would you do it for ten thousand dollars? No. A hundred thousand? A million? No. A hundred million? 
No. Is there even a number you do it for? No. Me neither. That's what I think. No. No freaking way. Because money, I mean, it's just money. That's what I said. Now, what if, what if you had, like, and then you have to look at those people who are, like, willing to play the odds. Okay, so now what if you are in an airplane and you're, the airplane's about to crash and you have two parachutes. One, you know, has, like, one 100% has a working uh, you know, parachute, and the other one has a faulty parachute. But if you jump out of the plane, you get a hundred million dollars. That's stupid. You know, you wouldn't do it. No, I wouldn't either. We don't care enough about money. Okay, okay. So how about would you rather's then, where you have to choose? Uh, okay, or okay. So maybe it's not death. Maybe if we take death off Wait the table. Wait a minute. Why? Why would you even need two parachutes in that scenario? <laughs> Because like you're you have a fifty fifty chance, but you'll win a hundred. Oh, but I thought okay. you'll, you'll get a hundred million dollars, and you have a fifty fifty chance. Of oh, it. okay. Wait, let me change that. Yeah, because so, I thought you were saying like something else. No, um, so like you have a hundred, you have a fifty fifty shot at a hundred million dollars. It's the same as playing yeah, black I would or do red. That. <sighs> <sighs> I'm getting sweaty just thinking about that. No way, man. I mean, death is underrated. <laughs> Okay. The reason so let's that I take... wouldn't want to do the shark one is because that would be a horrible kind of death. Yeah. You're the, right. That's the thing. Like, the death thing depends on the way in which one dies. Wow, you die. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, oh, God. Okay, so what about... Okay, would you, for $10 million, uh, you'd get $10, $10 million... But everywhere from now on, everywhere you walked, you had to run. <laughs> from point A to point B, like everywhere. a little kid. Everywhere. Like if you have to go to the bathroom, you have to run. If you get up in the middle of the night and like no. need a glass of water, you have to run. No. But for would you ten million dollars? No, I wouldn't. Would you? Hundred million? No. No amount of dollars. Nah. Okay. Um, Wait, but you didn't answer. I know. I'm trying to think because I didn't. What? That's no way to live. <laughs> <laughs> think about. Like, the best with hypotheticals is, like, I have to paint, like, a really, like, a strong visual image to put myself in the scenario. And I think about things like walking down the aisle the day I was getting married. <laughs> like, what, <laughs> that would, what that would look like if you were just Is it like a light jog or, or is it like full sprint? I think, like, little kids run. You know how they run, like, really excited from everywhere they go? It would be like that. It's really Okay, cool. how about... Uh, would you for 10, you, you get $10 million, but every step you took, your shoes squeaked. You know that annoying sh- noise? I definitely would do that. I wouldn't do that in a million years. You're out of your mind. You'd get used to it. No. Ugh, that noise is like nails on the chalkboard for me. Okay. Let me ask you this. All right. What if it was between, do you know what? I never thought about this game is that. You're thinking about it from compared to your current life. Well, yeah, because your life right now is pretty great. Why the fuck would you wear squeaky shoes and get a (laughs) a little bit more money? Like, but if you were poverty stricken, like not, I'm not talking third world. I'm talking like first world. Well, college Sarah would absolutely sell for squeaky shoes and money. Yeah. So I think there's more to this. Only because I didn't have any money to buy any pot then. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like depends on your station in life yeah that's true but in my current station i uh 
would not do that for squeaky shoes. I would I neither. Hate that noise. <laughs> I hate it That's so really much. Funny. I have oh. one. Okay. Would you rather eat a small turd or? <laughs> okay, okay. I have follow up question. Oh, whose turd? No, I oh. don't even care. Is it solid or is it mushy? It's a small ball. Ball. Okay, like like a pet. Pe- Pellet I would turd. say like a quarter size. Like a quarter size pe- pellet. Okay. <laughs> All right. Or yeah. swim in a pool of diarrhea. <gasps> <laughs> you have to put your head under. You have to put your head under. Holy fuck, I would probably eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I would eat it because I couldn't. It, it's time. It's time. Fuck. I'm but it could be like jump in, Is it like dunk a, your head, and get out. Or a carnivore. What human turd I'm eating. It's a human turd. Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> and ugh. I would probably eat the turd. I what would, would you do? I would too. Yeah. Why though? I don't know why. Okay. Um it seems you know what I think is is that <clears throat> quantity has something to do with it. And I think there's something psychological to this. And I feel like I've even like gone over or remember in um, my class, like you classes I've taken, like uh, talking about how, like, you know, it's kind of, uh, it's the same thing. I-, I feel like it falls into the same category as like lottery winners when they're given the option to receive all the lumps, like a lump sum, but less or this, the actual amount, but paid out in long, you know, in over a long period of time, they'll choose a lesser lump sum. And I think it's the same kind of deal i don't know maybe it falls in the same that's interesting i I think you're right like maybe that's the same like because we perceive it as being like okay well way more of diarrhea even though you have to put it in you even though you have to put it in you okay so now would you rather wear okay (laughs) let's hear it (laughs) would you rather wear a bra Uh that feels like heaven okay or every other bra you've ever owned <laughs> i i'm gonna go with the bra that feels like heaven for the win. It's a real tough decision there we found you guys the perfect comfy bra you're gonna be so happy so go to thirdlove.com slash Susie and give this bra a try you can f- try it for free you can wash it wear it throw it around the room whatever you want to do and um, if you don't like it, you send it back. If not, you'll be thanking us. Susan, I'm wearing mine right now. Tell me what you think. I, I'm kind of pissed that I spent money on other bras that <laughs> didn't feel like this. So the other day, I come. I oh God, this is. I also I'm wearing it like two days in a row. Um, <laughs> I so fine. I came home yesterday, better. and I I just take off my shirt as you do, and like my clothes, and like getting ready to put on my pajamas, and I went. I like took off my pants, and I was like, oh. I'm still wearing my bra. Whoa. And that never happens because usually when I get out of school at 10 o'clock at freaking night, I take it off on the way home. Yeah, because you're dying. Because I'm dying. Right. And it was like midnight and I've totally, fr- I could have slept in this thing. I don't know what it I don't is. know their secret. I can't figure it out. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's a super comfy fabric. Maybe it's that they've got like the memory stretch foam on cups. the- yeah, and I it, it just cups my boobies perfect. I know, me too. I'm a big fan, so me thank too. you for my coupon discount code and 
slash Susie. Yeah. Thirdlove.com slash Susie. Just try it. It's risk-free. You you won't give it back. Trust me. I haven't took... I I mean, I'm wearing it like... This is like day two. I'm probably going to wear it tomorrow, too. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah, who cares? So what? Who cares? So enjoy and let us know what you think of it. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to the Brain Candy Podcast with Susie Meister and Sarah Rice. Back to Would You Rather. Mm -hmm. Would you rather only be able to talk the same way that singer from Creed sings? You talk like this every time you open your mouth and it would only come out like this. Or every time you drop your pants, the song, Who Let the Dogs Out? Well, come on. <laughs> Which one are you going to do? Definitely the dogs. Every time. How many times are you dropping your pants? Well, but think about that. In, in, like, Think about like in during your younger, more, you know, when you weren't married. <laughs> Every single. Everyone sucked. loves that song secretly. <laughs> That's a crowd pleaser. <laughs> People would be like, no, but, oh, it, it why would happen, that but it would happen every time you dropped your pants. So think about in every job and you go in the bathroom in any stall, anytime you were changing in dressing rooms at a, it's either that or talk like Scott Stapp sings. Yeah. No, thanks. Okay. Well, there you go. What do you choose? Oh God. I would almost choose the singing, the singing voice. Because, I would not. Yeah, I think I would because I think it, it would be like the, it would get so annoying. You to have hear no that, friends to hear that that every time your pants dropped. Yeah, you probably have no friends if you did the. Oh, okay. How about this one? Would you rather smell like poop and not know it, <laughs> or constantly be smelling poop that nobody else smells? Wow. Oh my god. This is deep. It's like Sophie's choice here. I know. The all of the ones that I'm gonna give you from here on out are gonna like I I started with the easy ones. I would say I would rather smell the poop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Do you think you'd eventually get used to it? Yeah. What if you didn't? In this hypothetical situation, <laughs> you wouldn't. I I'm okay with oh, it. Oh, it would ruin all of eating. All food scenarios, you could every time I've you taste it. I've made peace with it. It's a good oh, one, though. That would be disgusting. Okay, speaking of eating, would you rather eat only roadkill for the rest of your entire life, or everybody else in the world sounds like Gilbert Gottfried? <laughs> Everyone, all the time. Baby talking. Roadkill. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. I, feel, I don't think roadkill's that bad. Baby talk. Oh, could you imagine? No, I mean deer or venison. Oh, honey. What does Gilbert Godfrey sound like? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Roadkill isn't that bad. I've had, uh, and you know who, I mean, I've never eaten it. I don't think I have. I think Landon's eaten road, like something like that before in one, in some of his travels before. And then Dustin from the show, he was on, um, the last season he did, I think was an X's or maybe it was battle of the seasons. But he was on Las Vegas, and he's from, like, Alabama, or Louisiana, I think. 
And he said, oh, yeah, that was, like, part of their normal growing up. Like, they'd see one or they'd actually they, hit it? They would see it. And they'd get it off the side of the road. And, like, squirrels were, like, a thing they ate all the time. And then he was telling me about this other kind of rat. Were they poor? Yeah. Oh. That was, like, this huge, gigantic... It's, like, a some kind of rodent that lives in, hmm. like, Louisiana that's enormous. That's, like, a possum, but it's a rat. But it's... And I hope he wasn't lying to me because I still I totally believe it. It sounds like like a made up thing, but um, that's really troubling. But if they're poor, hey, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, and okay, okay, how about this one? Oof, you know, I feel like the subjects of like feces are ones that people that make us like scratch our head and think. Like people get really grossed out by ew, but then there are those people. Who like that stuff? Yeah. Who, who like, are those weirdos? Who are the who have like the Oh my god, I was just oh I was just listening to the show Love Line the other night, you know Love Line? Yeah. And people call in and they ask them all the questions about like, you know, weird things that's going on. Uh this woman calls in and she sounds totally normal. And she's like, Okay, I'm I'm twenty five and you know, my boyfriend and I, we've been together for about four years and maybe they were engaged or something, but she's like well, there are things that he really wants me to do that I just am not comfortable with. And I'm like, oh, you don't let him ever, like, you know, I'm, like, trying yeah. to, like, take her side and everything. And then she goes on and she's like, yeah, well, you know, he just, he wants me to, he wants me to shit on him. And I was like, you want to, he wants you to what? And she was, she said it like it was totally normal. She's like, yeah, you know, he wants me to, like, take, like, go you know, take a shit on him. And then he is interested in like having me play with it. Oh my God. That would be a deal breaker for me. Of course. She said it was, it was almost as if he like asked her to like wear a threesome or sexy lingerie. Yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, I what did know. he tell like, her? What, what should I do? Like, and she was asking like the way that she asked the question was almost as if, uh, she was, Asking for advice on how to ease into doing that. It wasn't advice like, what the fuck do I tell this crazy weirdo who wants me to play with his shit? His shit or hers? I think it's hers. Okay. I'm sure he's specific, but... Yeah. What is that fetish about? I have no idea. I mean, it depends on... They're probably different. Like, I can just kind of guess that they're it it would depend on which like psychological theory you subscribe to and if you're somebody who like if you're uh a psychoanalytic person or somebody who follows like freud that they would say that there was something that you experienced during the anal retentive time of your life like when you're learning how to control your bowels like there's some trauma that you experienced at that time that made you have a strange, like, odd connection to them. Hmm. So that would be, like, the that Weird. theoretical approach. Yeah, right, yeah. But then there I don't know how are you other would, ones you'd that... You'd have to that, be like, messed up, though, to equate it with sex. By evolutionarily y- speaking, Yeah, those aren't so, meant to be... No, not at all. It's That's a really weird one. That's a, that's a really weird one. That goes against... Oh. I was just telling you how... My kid has been weird lately about, like, babies and poop and pee. Yeah. He's almost four. 
But I trained him to use the potty. He was fully trained by the time he was 18 months, which is very unusual. And so the, the downside to that is he has no memory of diapers or training or anything. And so it's fine. But like all of a sudden lately, he's been like, he's been looking at pictures of himself when he was a baby and been like, why do I have a diaper on? And like re like trying to figure out why anyone would, what you could have skipped over just thinking about it is like for a lot of kids that the learning to go in the toilet is like their first accomplishment yeah. that then they can remember and be proud of. It's like, remember how I used to be a baby and yeah. did that and he now I'm not. That. And he doesn't have... He so, can't believe he ever wore a diaper. So maybe it would be beneficial, and this is just an idea. Who knows if this has any kind of evident proof or whatever. But it would be good to have something that else that was symbolic of him being a big boy, not being a baby mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. It could be like, you know, I don't know. You retire a pair of pajamas that he like, those are your baby pajamas. And mm-hmm. now you're not a baby anymore. Yeah. You're a big boy. Cause he needs yeah. that moment to feel. Proud Maybe. Like I don't know. Ah, but Hey, what do I know? First semester here. I mean, here. good problem, though, to have where you train him so early that he's like, wait, I wore a diaper? Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, really, to me, that I wouldn't... That's one of those things that as a parent, like, you you try, you know, you try to do the right thing, and it oddly backfires in a way that you like, oh, don't wait, expect. you have no working memory of Yeah. Because it's like, been so long. And, and sometimes we go, well, gosh, I, I assume that this is going to be a good thing, but, like... Who knows what the what what'll happen and but that's a, I, I think and then I think in other culture it sometimes babies are are there's really no stage where they wear diapers they kind of just go they really learn that really fast but man well yes we'll see what happens I'll keep you posted okay it's time to commit 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I do have, uh, changing the subject, something for you. Oh, what? Is that one of our listeners has submitted a uh, writing sample. Oh, cool. And because you are... Famous for your Famous. writing analysis. Gosh, it's Here, like a it is. sideshow. And then stunt. she also supplied like her personality so that we could see if it matches. Oh, so you're, I haven't seen any of this. I know. I told Sarah not to look because it was on our Twitter. So here it is. Okay. All right. And okay. Now, first, let me preface all this with saying I have zero like, um, 
qualifications or whatever. It's just for fun. It's just for fun. And what happened is I took a criminology course years ago and I just fell in love with, it's called, there's a name for it. It's called, oh, I'll look it up. I can't remember what it's called, but it's the name for studying graphology, I think is the handwriting analysis. So there are a few things that I know about, um, how to analyze your handwriting and what things mean. But this is a very, 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 um, I don't know, like basic. Yeah. Just answer. for fun. Yes. And her name's Lauren. Lauren. Oh, the thank other you. thing I need to know is if she's left-handed or right-handed. That's... Let me see if she says that in the explanation. Okay. So, be, and I, I'll Let's say, I'll explain. Let's assume she's right-handed. We'll assume she's right-handed, but there are certain things that I look for. So first, um, Huh, a lot of people will say like, oh, my handwriting is so messy. That doesn't matter at all. I don't even look at how legible it is. I mean, that has a little something to do with it. But uh, first I look at whether your handwriting is like the slant of the, the letters. And if you're right-handed, like pretend you're, you're writing and you're right-handed, and you write so your letters slant. Uh, God, what way would that be? Would you call that slanting down to the left? To the left? Mm-hmm. If they slant to that, you call that slant to the left? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. They sl- Yes. Okay. They slant to the left. So if your letters slant to the left and you're right-handed, it means you tend to be more of a reserved person. Like maybe there are things that you keep to yourself. You're not so like out there. And um, so, so if somebody writes straight up and down, it's kind of like a what you see is what you get. But if you're right-handed and you slant to the right, that means you're a very open person, almost too exposed sometimes. Like a lot of people who do reality shows, you'll see, will have very similar handwriting and they'll slant. The slant will tell like that goes. Yes, that goes the other way. And you're right-handed. There you go. And you are, it makes total sense. Yeah. So Lauren is, we'll assume she's right-handed, and t- which way does so she slant? So assuming she's right-handed, she, uh, I say, is a little bit more to herself. Like, she's a little, she's not as, hmm. um, like, a big, huge personality. Uh, also, you know, and she was great to do this on a blank piece of paper. The other thing I look at is the organization of the words on the page. So if you're somebody who plans ahead, your lines are going to be really neat. Your lines are going to be straight. You will have left enough room on the whole entire page for everything that you have to say. Like, those are good planners because they can plan out what they're going to say. And if I'm writing a birthday card, there's a 100% chance I'm that person that has the little arrow onto the back because I start writing enormous and then I, like, come up with a million other things I want to say and then I don't fit it all in because I'm not good at planning ahead. And, um... Uh, okay, so I would say that she is pretty good at planning. Like, I mean, I would even guess that she maybe has a job like a nurse or something like that. Because she, or or like, yeah. And, okay, so the other thing I look this at. This is really funny because I read her personality, so I'm loving this. So. Really? Yeah. I wonder if I'm right or if I'm wrong. Okay, well, we'll see. So, God, I hope I'm right. Uh, so she also has really rounded letters. And those are people who tend to go with the flow, which is why I would say probably some profession like a nurse or something like that. Because, like, if you threw something at her, she would be able to adapt and, and like, 
mothers have a lot of times really rounded letters, like because they know how to quickly adapt to a situation. Somebody who's not very good at uh, adjusting or not very good at at um, uh, what do you call uh, uh, spontaneity like that will have sharper angles. And I can't tell from here, but the how hard you press on a paper shows how much anxiety or stress you have. So depending on how hard she pressed, that could show uh, anxiety and things like that. What do that. you think based um, on what see? God, it's hard to tell. I would say that she that it's, it doesn't just because there's some dragging of the letters. The other thing is that a lot of her letters are connected and people who have connected letters um, aren't set in their place in life. Like they have goals, they have ambitions. They're usually like working towards some bigger, um, like maybe she's like a student who's, who's working towards like some other job and her career is in like the health services or something like that. And like, she's, she's looking to do more and she, this, she's not necessarily set in, in what she's going to do. Cause like that, the idea with that is like, you don't even wait to finish the next letter before you move on. To... Would, if I hadn't told you her name was Lauren, would you have known it was a female? Oh, no, not necessarily. That That's difficult. You, I, you can't really tell male or female from handwriting. And I don't have any, I don't have any gauge, but the size of your letters indicate how much space you think you take up on the planet. So mm. somebody who has really large writing, um, they will be a bigger personality, feel like they, they're more like your narcissist. And somebody with small writing is very humble. Hmm. And uh, let's see what else. Let me uh, see also, all, uh, she wor- she writes in lowercase. But if you were to somebody who wrote wrote in all caps, that shows that you uh, like fire captains. Like you're very certain of what you're gonna say, and you are somebody who really like if you say it, then you mean it. And writing in all caps, like fire captains, fire chiefs, like those kind of people, those they write in all caps, and. Uh, the other thing is she's got a few little signs of like little extra flair on her writing and somebody who has flair usually has like a little bit like like a little extra to their personality like like they're they're kind of um I don't know they're they're like not your you know basic boring girl next door they're not your your they Usually so more expressive or yeah expressive that's a really yeah. good way to put it so like the and like you'll they call them like style marks or whatever so like it'll be like an extra loop like she's got these loops on her s's and that's like extra little flair like her little like loop on the g's and um i could say maybe she might have a little bit of anxiety because like some of the letters write over each other and that could like be like things being on top of each other but there you go that's so now tell me about i am dying how accurate am i very. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Woo, I love that. Tell me all about it. Okay, well, now, I I promise, I swear, God is my witness, I had zero knowledge. Shit, maybe I am a psychic like my mom. Okay. What? Tell me. Tell well, me what Well, for starters, she said, in the last few years, I've been diagnosed with major anxiety, and I'm wondering <laughs> if you, it can influence your writing. <laughs> Did I not say last thing? She probably has things. Damn, I'm good. Damn. I'm and, fucking good. And also she was diagnosed with OCD. So sh- you mentioned that she's a planner. And I was like, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Um. So here's what she says. She, uh, did you guess her age? Mm-mm. 
Okay. I wouldn't be able to. That would be difficult. Oh, okay. Um, she is very easily aggravated and easy to anger, but won't act on it. I don't like confrontation. It's probably the go with the flow thing. Yeah. I've been told I can easily make friends in social situations, but I'm much more of an introvert, which is what you said. Keeps it all, yeah, in the beginning, writes to yourself. I think, and I uh, don't like to be in large crowds. I think I'm more dependent than I like to admit in some aspects. Extremely stubborn, but we didn't explore that. Well, that could be how hard she's pressing on the paper, too. Yeah, we couldn't tell. Might have to do with my sign, Taurus, but it's a trait that is pointed out a lot, and it's very true. I'm very sensitive to feelings can hurt very easily and persistent and follow routines. That's planning. I hate unnecessary changes. I'm dependable. And she's a writer with a blog of poetry. And you said that she was expressive and creative there you go. with her things. So um, did she say, I don't know if she's a student or not, but I mean, you really did a good job. Well, thanks. So yeah, uh, handwriting tells a lot, man. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And what I think is most interesting about handwriting is that, uh, as we all know, ours changes in, at, over time. And, you know, some people are, will, like, look at their handwriting when, you know, they'll be, like, signing a check. And Even be, like, day to day. Yeah, day to day. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you'll sign a check and you'll be like, God, who's... That looks... that I was, like, writing the other day, like, filling out a check for a stupid fix-it ticket I got. Um... <laughs> And it looked like somebody else had written the check. Like, it was not my handwriting. And that really shows that that your current mood, how you feel in the moment, is reflected in your handwriting. Like, you know, if I... Um, sometimes when... Like, when we have guest lecturers at school, and I, I often feel very humbled by these guest lecturers, and I, I think that they're just so wonderful, and, and I feel like, gosh, I, you know, want so much for my career, and... I will write very, very small when we have guest lecturers because hmm. uh, I'm like listening and I'm, it's not about me. So I, I've hmm. checked, like, I've taken me out of it. But if I'm writing, you know, about how I feel or about like if I'm, you know, writing in my own journal, oh, I like take up two lines. Does you ever have anybody like um, analyze your writing? No. Huh. Uh-uh. You know, it's interesting. I, I look. I was going through some boxes a, a few months ago of uh, letters and stuff that my mom had written when she was in college and stuff. I thought I could have written them. Like, not what they said, but our handwriting is so creepy similar. Like, hers Does is a little more... You? Yeah, a little. <laughs> and hers is a little more wild than mine. And, like, way bigger handwriting and... 
kind of a bunch of different sizes, but as far as like the style and stuff. And then I remember when I was younger, did you ever forge your mom's signature or your parents' signature? I tried. What do you mean you tried? It failed? Hers, yeah, hers was too difficult. Oh, I still, to this day, when I sign things, sign as my mother. What do you mean? I, I was so used to forging things on her behalf when I was younger that that became my signature when I was older because we had the same initials. So I would just, she would say, oh yeah, just, just sign that for me. Oh yeah, just initial that for me. Oh yeah, you know. And so I got used to doing it and now I don't even have my own signature. I just have, I, her, my signature is just, or my initials, like when I just sign something quick, it's hers. That's really weird. I got to get my own. Well, I got a new last name, so I got to practice. Do you accept that new last name yet? Not really. I mean, and I was so frustrated when I was at the airport and I went to show them my passport because it has my old last name on it and that's my ID, what my ID says. And then I went to go pay my bag fee with my credit card that has my new last name and they were like, we can't accept it. And I showed them like a million things that said both of them and they made me go to the ATM machine and I was like, I hate you. Ooh. That's so annoying. So annoying. Because, I, I mean, everyone. I understand, but it's like, I wouldn't steal somebody's credit card to pay a $25 bag fee. That just doesn't sound like it would be, you know, I would do something way more awesome if I, I were to steal a question. A yeah. When you've read people's handwriting in the house, the challenge houses, yeah. what were some surprises? Uh, I'm more surprised, like, and I tend to like the people more once I find out that they write small, you know, and the only ones I've ever seen who do it, uh, Kahuta, Darrell, and, um, I think Tom from this who season. Who in the God's name is Tom? This is new kid. What was he on? He was on like, uh... Are you the skeletons? One? Oh, real boy. world skeletons. Tom. Tom. Come on. Yeah, but I think he had small handwriting. It always makes people like like it. Always makes me like people more. Why? But but then you know what? Sometimes when I when I, I you asked if I had ever had my handwriting analyzed. So if I'm writing and I notice something that I'm like critical of my own, I'm like, why are you writing so big? Oh God. This is so like great. why I feel like we could pass a um, polygraph. Oh, because we like are aware of how we're <laughs> yeah. lying and like can talk to ourselves. Yeah, and... we'd be like, oh, I don't like that handwriting. I'm going to change it. It's like changing who you are in a way. Well, speaking of things you do and don't like, would you rather? Yes. Be itchy for the rest of your life or be sticky for the rest of your life? Holy crap. That is sticky. Itchy, you would really choose. Do you know how horrible it is to be itchy? <sighs> Makes me itchy now. But sticky is a feeling that I really, really don't like. I would almost take itchy over sticky. Come on. No, really. It's sticky, like, oh God, that to me is very uncomfortable. What else you got? Um,. I mean, I have some, I think there's, one of my favorites is, oh, and this is, this is one that somebody told me years and years ago. Would you rather have your arms cut off of the hands and then your hands reattached at your shoulders? You do this one. So you have me. like little teeny tiny arms, or would you rather have your legs cut off at the ankle and then your ankles reattached so you have little teeny tiny legs? And you, I, I chose no... 
What do you choose now? Feel feel it out. Like I want to be able to use my hands. Yeah. So you would want your legs to be. Then you can get like a cool wheelchair. <laughs> and you would like have an adorable penguin walk. Yeah. I'd probably go the same. I would work that shit. Yeah. And you need your arms. Like, oh, it would be weird to have little teeny tiny arms. Yeah. Like, come on. Just your hands sticking out. Okay. Would you rather <laughs> only... Let's wrap this up. No, I uh, come on. These are so good because then people are going to go You're home and they're going to tell their anymore, friends. I, I will stop. Stop pushing me. Uh, would you rather only be able to listen to Nickelback songs or. Oh, also, my husband is got in a fight with the lead singer from Nickelback once. He almost punched him in the face. What? The lead singer from Nickelback almost punched Landon. Chad Kroger. Yeah, Chad Kroger does not like Landon. Why? Because Landon made a comment at a poker game we played at, like didn't know. Didn't even know, like, wasn't even making any reference to Avril Lavigne, but said something about, like, like Chad Kroger's relationship status, and he got pissed, and then we had to leave. What are you saying We right were now? at a celebrity poker, like, or not celebrity, but we were at a poker, like, charity event, and Chad Kroger was there. And then what did Landon say? Okay, so I'll tell you the story. Jesus, so everybody's I don't. I try to be vague and like respectable privacy. Who gives a shit? Chad Kroger, if you're listening, I'm sorry. He's not. Um, he's busy writing horrible songs. Yeah, right. So we were at this charity event, and everybody's drinking and having a great time and playing poker. And there was like a running joke. You know how like like you do like you're at somewhere and there's like a running joke that's going on all the night. And the, the whole running joke was, like, everybody... Somebody would say something, like... Because uh, I think it was, like, oh, we're here for charity. Like, allegedly. Like, allegedly was, like, the running joke. Like, oh, yeah, we're, you know, like... It's, we're just totally doing this for the kids. You know, it, meanwhile, they're, like, drinking I and playing it. poker. Okay, I'm just setting the table. Get out of here. Um, so, allegedly <laughs> is the running joke. And then so we're playing poker at the same table as Chad Kroger. And... <laughs> somebody makes a comment about, hey, like, aren't you married to Avril Lavigne? And Landon goes, allegedly. And he was there just that same day, like, all these reports on TMZ and everything came out about how there was, like, trouble in their relationship and how, like, she was in Las Vegas spending her birthday without him and he's MIA. And so when he said that, it, like... It was a trigger. It was a trigger. And Chad Kroger what did was Chad like, do? what did you say? And like pushed his chair back and was like, listen, buddy, like got all up in his face. And Landon's like, I think we need to go now. And no, I mean, Landon was, I stood up to him, was like, listen, dude, like I, this is not, but you know, it was Landon's company putting on this event. And this guy was like, unfortunately, Landon just because of his job had to be the one to back down and why don't you invite me to stuff like this i know god you would have been great there too I mean, what's a girl gonna do around i know you? you'd think that's my you'd certainly support the brand <laughs> so and i would be able to snapchat these oh, would have been encounters great. oh it would have been so funny Wow. So we don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of him. So I would go. Nobody is. So my, my, did I, did I read the rest of this? This would you rather be only able to listen to Nickelback songs or you have to reread all 56 pages of iTunes terms and conditions every day for the rest of your life. iTunes. You're going iTunes over Nickelback songs for forever. Of yeah. Of course. Me too. 
I can read really fast. And you'd probably have it memorized after a while, so then you'd just be able to like recite iTunes terms and conditions, and that That's would be fine. Like a cool party trick someday. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Whenever you're in, well, whenever I was in grad school, the preparation to your comprehensive exams is such that you need to read and so many academic books yeah. that you have to average at least one a day. And these are dense books. Oh God, I'm giving it, I'm getting excited just thinking about how much I have to read in the next few weeks. Yeah. I mean, these are, this isn't like, you know, yeah, Fifty no. Shades of Grey. This oh is like oh. really boring stuff. So boring. So some of them are online only. And so like through the library, you can read them via like digitally. And at one point I was reading one digitally and you click to turn the page and I was clicking so fast that it thought that I was some sort of weird spam robot. <laughs> like you learn to read yeah. so quickly. It's more like word recognition it rather than word. It cut me off. It was like, we can't allow you to read this anymore. We know that you're a robot. And I was never more flattered in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> Except one time uh, when well, a Mexican you. ambulance guy asked if I was bulimico. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the- and I was on You're the like, no, but thank, thank you. Thank you. Gracias. Gracias, senor. When I was on the spring break challenge, it was so hot. And I was drinking water all day, but I forgot to eat because when you're really, really dehydrated, you just want water. And so I got faint. My blood sugar got effed up and I like blacked out. And so they had to give me... um whatever, an IV. Mm-hmm. And that's when he said it. And I, I didn't understand anything else he said. And I was just like, Ew. you flatter me, mister. <laughs> Senior. Senior. <laughs> and the, the sad thing is, is in the United States, they'd probably, you know, it would be like the opposite. Right. Reaction. That's so true. Yeah. Like, have you been binge eating? <laughs> you look a little heavy. <laughs> in LA, at least. Oh, these are just looking at these, would you rather's? Are just they just give me anxiety. Like one more, one more. We gotta go. We gotta go to Saddle Ranch. That's right. We're hanging out with a bunch of uh, real world people today. Who are we gonna see? We're gonna see Mark Long, Kahada. Two more, two more. Kahada, you didn't. Kahada. Oh my God, Kahada. You love him. We love him. Probably a lot of people I don't know. A lot of people you don't know. Okay, here we go. Two more though. Deal. (laughs) <laughs> you're like my son yeah <laughs> yeah okay okay would you rather have vaginas for ears or penises for fingers <laughs> and um, in this hypothetical scenario they all work 
Vaginas. Vaginas I love vaginas. Huh? I think I want penis fingers. Because think about it. If I had penis fingers, I'd probably have a regular vagina somewhere else. And then, I don't know. It would just be... Of course, shaking hands would probably be weird. (laughs) I would say so. Can you imagine all those? Yeah. Are are we talking like one finger or ten? It says fingers. No. probably ten. No, vagina ears. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Last one. Oh, this is so hard. It's going to make everybody cringe. Are you ready? Would you rather pry off your thumbnail with a fork or put a toothpick under your big toenail and kick a wall? horrifying horrifying which one definitely the first one the fork because i didn't have a visceral reaction to that off a thumbnail with the fuck i might kick the (gasps) you wouldn't well because one would be a sweeping move the other one you have to pry off your own i'm sick i'm sick i'm so glad i'm never gonna have to do this that's horrible i'm horrified if you as a listener have any hilarious would you rathers or yeah, want to tell they will us, too they are so hilarious with so their funny bag of dicks and stuff so funny with the bag of dicks response what was your favorite bag of dick um my favorite was the woman who said hers was a target bag <laughs> i just like the product placement inside of her i like, liked when your hairdresser was like sarah that burlap bag would scrape up those dicks yeah like she was concerned <laughs> about the poor penises in the sack that was funny, and somebody else had a brown paper bag, which I thought was great. Yeah, like a lunch bag. And people always are like, they're erect. Like they get yeah, very, they're specific. very specific about their. That makes me laugh. I just love that people get into it. Yeah, I love you guys. So get into it with the would rather's, and tell us if you would rather pry off your thumbnail with a fork or put a toothpick under your big toenail and kick a wall. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel where our new web series is going to live because you guys donated. Yeah, thanks kids. We love you. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.